In the last two decades, over 7,000 American soldiers have lost their lives on the battlefield. Yet in that same time period, we've lost over 100,000 to veteran suicide. And hundreds of thousands more of our brave warriors and their families continue to suffer every single day from the mental scars of war, otherwise known as combat-related post-traumatic stress or combat PTSD. Enough is enough. We're doing something about it. Our 501c3 nonprofit, Operation Save Our Soldiers, is helping to change the lives of our brave men and women struggling with combat PTSD with our direct sponsorship of an exclusive warrior retreat and a revolutionary new therapy that's literally putting an end to their symptoms and suffering in as little as just one two-hour session without drugs or the old-school talk therapy pushed by the VA. The results are instant and permanent, but we need your help. Soldiers pay nothing for the solutions they receive at these warrior retreats, which means from time to time we have to ask for assistance to help sponsor their traveling attendance. With as little as just a $5 donation right now, you can help change the life of one of our brave soldiers and help them finally win the battle against combat PTSD once and for all. 100% of your tax-deductible donation goes straight to sponsoring a veteran's attendance, so you'll know your gift will directly impact their life and get them the help that they need. Many talk about supporting our troops. Today I'm asking you to do something about it. Please help sponsor a soldier today by going to www.operationsaveoursoldiers.org. Hey, what's up, Warrior? It is Jeff from WarriorLife.com, and welcome to podcast episode number 401. So I have a new definition for the military term REMF, and it might just be the secret weapon in your skill development that's going to allow you to train less and yet achieve more while seeing the fastest growth imaginable. Let's talk tactics. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. Welcome to the show that helps you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is the Warrior Life Podcast. Hey, welcome back there, Warriors. Jeff Anderson, Executive Director of WarriorLife.com and the Warrior Life Academy. And hey, listen, last week I gave you a glimpse into our warrior machine inside of the Warrior Life Academy that we use to really model all of our training inside of there to make it more effective for those that are looking to level up their skills when it comes to anything related to self-protection and self-reliance and self, uh, self-preparedness. And that warrior machine that I went over, went over nine different factors that we put inside of that machine in three different phases. And we call it the S3 warrior machine. And those S's, just to kind of recap, stand for warrior strength, The uh, S2 is warrior skills, and S3 is warrior strategy. And inside of each one of those phases that we also pair along with the military style of development, like how the military has quickly developed warriors out of whatever refuse is thrown into basic training, and how how does the military turn those people into hard-charging, self-reliant people who are going to go out on the battlefield, work as a team, and then blow away the enemy. We use that same model as a framework inside of the academy. And each one of those three areas, strength, skills, and strategy, are three other key factors that are worked on during those phases. So again, just as a recap, the warrior strength is composed of what we call the three Bs, which are brain, body, and backbone. You need to forge a bulletproof mind that's going to take fast, decisive action against any threat 
any environment. Um, your body, you have to maximize your health. You, you have to maximize your conditioning no matter where you're starting from to make sure that you're available there to protect yourself and your family no matter what challenges you face. And then backbone is that intestinal fortitude. It's, it's the ability to unleash your inner power to drive on in the face of adversity and fight back and survive in situations where others are just going to fail, quit, and just die. And then when it came to warrior skills, we have three different tracks that we say that in order to be the true warrior out there and in order to be self-reliant and self-protected, there are three main areas that you need to develop skills in, and those are self-defense, firearms training, and survival training. Now, not everybody is going to be drawn to all three of those, but for us, that is exactly where you need to place your focus. In the military, those are three different areas that we learned so that we could be an integral part of the battlefield machine that we put out there in order to take on our enemy. And then finally, in strategy, that's where you really fine-tune all of your skills after you've built this foundation, where you apply, verify, and optimize. You you apply the skills that you've learned. You test your truth by applying that training to real-world scenarios. And in, in the military, we go out on missions, like we do practice missions, we train, we're constantly doing that, we're applying our skills that we learned. And then we verify those, we gauge the gap between our training and the results that we expected to have, and what we actually got, so that we know where that gap is. And then from there, we optimize, we hyper accelerate our uh, hyper accelerate our skill development with a, a personalized feedback loop that's by soldier that is by unit. And we have a number of different systems in place there that help to just continue to craft the ultimate soldier out there. Inside of the Warrior Life Academy, we do that that same exact thing with our all-access members. And last week when I was talking about this S3 Warrior Machine, I was telling you that there's a very specific way that we train that's different than other training out there. One that we have developed that makes you, it basically programs these skills inside of you. So, and already our all access members are getting amazing results from this. Like it's, it's great to see them having a great time doing this, applying these skills that they're learning to real world situations. Um, our whole goal is to just have fun and develop those skills so that we're ready at a moment's notice. Now, most training that you get out there, whether you're wa- reading articles or reading magazines or watching videos, even if you go to some hoorah weekend class, that information typically gets dumped. And it's for a very specific reason. That's the way your brain operates. Short, it, it, it seems like you know it at the time, but if your brain doesn't have the right components of learning to be able to program it into your long-term memory banks, you think you know it and you think you're going to rise to that occasion. You're going to rise to the level of your expectations when you're faced with danger. And then all of a sudden something happens and it puts your brain into overdrive and up. Uh, It's not there because it's not in your long-term memory banks. We've developed a way that we include in all of our training. We build it into all of our training to make sure that that doesn't happen to you, that the skills that you develop inside of the all-access level of of the academy is something that is going to be there when you need it, under stress, doesn't matter. And the way we do that is something with that I've, I've termed neural tactical programming, uh, neurotactical programming, or NTP for short. Now, neurotactical programming, um, it sounds like a big kind of fancy sciencey word, and I, you know, I get it, it kind of is, without, without getting too sciencey on you. All it is is really, it's a brain-based approach 
that naturally programs the skills into the part of your brain where you don't have to try to remember it later on. Um, most information, like I said, goes in the short-term memory banks. And you, you know, you probably heard of use it or lose it. Well, that's very true. But a lot of people that take and try and develop these, these tactical style skills or these survival skills, um, typically aren't using it, especially under stress. And so if your brain doesn't feel like it actually needs it for any purpose, it's not going to, it's not going to hold on to the information. It's just going to dump it. It's not important. Uh, that's why like, you know, back in high school, if you ever crammed at the last minute for like your geometry exam or trigonometry or something like that, um, you were able to do it the next day, but can you remember it these days? You can't really, right? Well, that's because your brain doesn't have a need to hold on to it. So what we did was we built in what I call the REMF training protocol. And essentially, this is a culmination of my military training. I was also um, in the security industry. I've done a lot of training there. I've uh, done a lot of training in the military. I've done a lot of training after that as a firearms instructor, uh, a self-defense instructor, a survival instructor, all of these different things. And my main thing was to make sure that those skills that I that I communicated to my students, my trainees, was something that they could actually use later on. And so this REMF training protocol, R-E-M-F training protocol, is what we build into this training. Now, for anybody that's been in the military, uh, you may recognize the term REMF, R-E-M-F, to stand for rear, rear echelon motherfucker. Because those are the people who were not out on the front lines. They were not out putting their ass on the line. They were the ones kind of back in the rear that were just kind of taking care of payroll or maybe cooking meals or, or things like that. So it was kind of like a, it was a dig at the people who were not a combat MOS. They didn't have a combat job specialty. Well, I've taken those same letters because they're easy to kind of say when I was trying to really put together everything, when I was looking at the components of, of how to train so that you can really remember these skills. Um, I just turned them into something else. And in a nutshell, REMF stands for, from a training perspective, realistic, efficient, multisensory, and fun. And let me explain what that means and how you can use it for any of your own skills. And then I'll also give you a little bit of an example here also that you can you can take away at the end of this that's going to help you to kind of better understand an example of ways that we use it inside of the academy. So um so first of all let's go through each of these just real quickly and so and and how and how they are so effective at programming these skills, not just quote unquote, like kind of learning these skills or taking in this information. So the first one stands for realistic and the training that you do, whether, and I'm from here, I'm talking about like firearms, survival, or self-defense. It doesn't matter what it is. If your brain doesn't sense a need for that information, and that it can actually use it in a real life scenario, like it's something that you might actually have to do, your brain knows better. It doesn't matter if you train it. It's a matter of whether your brain decides you're actually going to need it. So from this, if, for example, if it is a, a situation where let's say you're just going, you're, you're reading some articles on nuclear survival. Well, it's, it's not, you know, it's not unlikely that any, you know, we have a nuclear survival guide. It's a, it's one of the, one of the products that we have. And, and I'll tell you, you could, we couldn't give that program away. And it's a, it's probably the most extensive guide out there that I think I've seen when it comes to nuclear survival. We couldn't give that thing away until 
Kim Jong-un just decided like he was going to like he threw out a, a threat that he was going to bomb Austin with a nuclear bomb or something like that. And, and all of a sudden, we, those things were selling like hotcakes. We don't actually offer that that program right now at all, but it is a guide inside of our product vault inside of the Warrior Life Academy that our all access members get access to all of our all of our programs in there, all of our training courses, all of our ebooks, all of our audio programs, like everything is inside of there. That's they get all access to that. But that's just an example. Like if your brain doesn't, when it feels like it has a need for that, all of a sudden everybody flocks to it and try and take in the information. But as soon as it feels like it doesn't need it anymore, it's going to dump it. That's when things are done in a very kind of static, linear type fashion, the way that most training is done out there. The old way of training when it comes to reality or realistic or reality-based is that it's impractical training in conditions that that don't really mimic real life threats out there. So that the uh, that's the other aspect of realistic when it comes to REMF training model, because the training itself should mimic a real life scenario as much as possible. So what that does is it gives your brain the 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 stimuli that it needs, so that if that ever were to happen to you, you're in an environment that you're you're training in an environment that's close to realistic, and so it's not going to be a foreign kind of environment for you. Okay. And there are ways to do that actually very easily and put those into your training. An example of that is like dry fire training. You are, you know, rather than going down through the live fire range and blasting holes into a paper target, that's not moving at all. Doing dry fire training within your home is a realistic environment because if you were ever the victim of a home invasion, that's where it's going to be. It's going to be in your home. So doing dry fire training there is actually more realistic, more powerful. It's going to be a better quality training. It's going to program those skills into your mind because you're doing it in the environment that your brain knows it might have a need for and it's realistic. Okay. Also, it's going to, you, you want to try and mimic as many of the senses that you're going to have there as much as possible inside of that real life scenario. So the smell of your home, all of those things are going to be important. And I'm going to go over that here in just a minute. So the next letter in REMF is E. And for E, it's about efficient. So research has shown that shorter, more frequent training segments grow a higher number of the neural pathways in your brain that are connected to training that actually hold on to the information. It grows a higher number of those pathways, more dense. They're going to be faster. It's going to, it's going to grow those, those neural pathways faster and they're going to be stronger than if you were to take that same training in longer in-depth sessions, especially even if you go to like a hardcore hoorah, hard charging weekend retreat. Doing that, those same skills just a little bit of time over a longer period of time is going to be much more effective. It's going, it's going to mean you can train less. You can put it into a busy schedule and that's going to give you permanent progress toward developing these skills. That's going to be there for you anytime that you need them. Now, the M in REMF stands for multisensory. And this is where things get really interesting because a lot of uh, recent studies have revealed that each one of your body's senses that you incorporate into your training. It means that the information that gets programmed into your brain happens exponentially. In other words, if you're just reading an article, you're taking that in through your vision. It's one of your senses. But it is only one sense and it's only coming into the brain. It's only feeding that information one single way. Now, if you were to read that out loud, it adds in 
two senses because now you're hearing it, but you're also using your vision. So you're using auditory and you're using your vision there. That is going to be more effective than if you just read the article. But the more senses that you put in there, it doesn't just like if I add three senses in there, that's three extra pathways. They actually build upon one another exponentially. And we've seen this with, with tests that have done, been done out there about the, the, the basically the learning of information. And the more you put in there, the stronger and faster those neural pathways actually develop. This is so cool. And the thing is, is it doesn't even have to be related to the training that you're doing. So what I mean by that is if you were to read an article out loud and you turn on, let's say you're burning incense or um, I like to use essential oil diffusers, then what that's going to do is it's giving you a ascent at the same time. Again, it doesn't have to have anything to do with the actual type of um uh, uh, like training that you're doing, but just the adding that scent means that your brain is going to take in whatever information you're bringing in. It's going to take it in even better. And the last one here in REMF tr- uh, training protocol is fun. And there, there are a couple different components of fun that we incorporate into the training inside of the academy. Um, first of all, if things are enjoyable to you, your brain seeks novelty. It seeks something new and exciting. And so that's why if you get really, you know, that's why we get really charged up at the range. And that's why just pulling the trigger and feeling that blast gives your, gives your brain these endorphins, these feel good, uh, you know, a shot of dopamine, like a reward chemical to your brain. Like you feel good. It, it, it gives you a shot of, um, of, um, adrenaline. Uh, it, you know, it just, it's, it's going to make, it's, it's one of the reasons why people do go to the, the range because it is fun. But is it reality? Is it realistic? It's not as much, right? So now we start to see how all of these things start to come together. But number one is if it's enjoyable to you, your brain is going to take it in more and you're more apt to actually do the training. Another reason why people don't do dry fire, even though they know they should be, is because it's boring. Because most people don't know how to do dry fire training that's actually exciting to make it more fun so that it's something you can't wait to go and do. But the other part of fun is there have also been studies in gamification. And if, and you'll notice this if you've ever played video games, like I love video games. It's a way that I just kind of blow off some steam and I just, you know, it's a way that I can really kind of separate my business day from my, uh, from my, my social day. When I get home at, at night after work, it's, uh, I like to just go and, and sit in, blow some, blow some zombies up on the, uh, on, on the PlayStation. And it takes, it, it really separates my mind from the work mode and puts it into, and when I come back downstairs and see my schmoops, then she knows she can see the look on my face. Like, okay, it's me again. <laughs> so here I am. And so what they've done with the studies in gamification and is built into video games is that it needs to be just challenging enough so that you're stretching your skills but they're still doable. That's why, like, if you are, let's say you're playing like Call of Duty or something like that, and you can't get past this level, it's like a super, but you keep going back and back, and you love the challenge of it. And each time that you do it, you get better until you get past that one little level there, right? You get past that that sticking point because you learn different things. Your brain is in hyper-accelerated learning mode at that time. That's why you're able to do it. And maybe after the fourth or the fifth or the seventh or the tenth time, 
you're able to get past that level, whereas you blew it the first time. That's because you are literally growing neural pathways every single time that you try that level and as you're developing it. That is how quickly that learning takes place. And it's enjoyable to you. So adding fun to your training is going to, again, make you want to do it more. And if it's just challenging enough, that's where the fun lies. If you're able to blow past an entire game where it's like, it's just nothing to you, like there's really no, there's no benefit to it all. You're not even going to play the game. Have you ever had any like, uh, like if you ever take like, like say Call of Duty and you're like super, like you're super awesome with it, right? Or you, and you put it down on like beginner level. And you go in there to play it and you're just like, it's not even, it's not even a challenge. You're not going to play it. It, the skill development that you do has to be just challenging enough. All right. So that's Remf in a nutshell. So let me give you, um, an example of one way that we incorporate this. So one of the things is inside of the academy, we have a free level that's called uh, the Loot Locker. And that gives you a bunch of different resources, some reports, some audio programs. Uh, we're putting some, ex- some extra stuff in there too. So even if you just want to join at the uh, the Loot Locker level, you can just go to warriorlife.com slash loot, L-O-O-T. You can just sign up for a free level inside of there. And inside of the Loot Locker is, a, is an audio program in there. And what that audio program is, it's labeled as an aggressive, uh, an aggressive bully. And what it is, it's an audio track that we use for one of the training tracks when it comes to self-defense, because part of uh, self-defense means you've got to know when you're in a fight and you've got to be able to unleash that, you know, that, you know, your, your inner beast, you've got to get vicious very, very quickly. And so what we do is we look for triggers to be able to do that. That's what we call the switch. And one of the ways that we build in this REMF training protocol into the switch is one of the ways is to use that audio track, whether it's on speakers or whether it is on uh, in headphones, to be able to simulate an aggressive bully who's trying to get you into a fight. But it's even deeper than that because there's another soundtrack in there behind it that is people that are around you. So... If, you know, it's simulating like people are trying to get the two of you to fight because they've all got their phones out. You know, people, you know, people like they want their five minutes of fame. They want the viral video on TikTok. They want to throw it out there. And so people want you to fight. And so this is going to incorporate your um, vision if you use the visualization techniques that we teach, but then also auditory. So it's going to help because it is very realistic. It's going to give you a lot of the same sort of tension and fear-based emotions that might be charged into your training that might be realistic about what you might see out there in the real world. So this makes your training even more realistic, more fun, multi-sensory, and it's efficient because you're going to be able to train less with this. It's also going to be very practical because this is what you are likely to see out there if it's that kind of a fight or you know bump into somebody or it's in the parking lot, you took some guy's parking space or whatever, and he just wants to fight you and he's not backing down, this is what you're going to have to deal with. Now, in the all access, the fast class that we do with the switch, we incorporate video examples and things like that that are going to help you get more visually in tune with the type of training and why it's needed. Um you know, there's some very brutal stuff in there, but that is reality. It, a lot of people aren't even connected to the reality of what real fights are like. 
and that's not going to be a help for you, right? So we make sure that we incorporate the REMF training protocol in all of that training. Now, if you want to, you can go ahead and just sign up for a Loot Locker membership. Again, you can go to warriorlife.com slash loot, and that is going to get you inside of the academy. You're not going to be able to see everything inside. I mean, you'll see things in there, but you're not going to be able to access all the different training areas in there. But what you can do and what I, I suggest you do is go into the Loot Locker, go to the MP3 section in there. There's an audio section, and then you're going to find that Aggressive Bully soundtrack. Go ahead and download that. doesn't cost you a thing, and that's going to allow you to um, use that in your own training, whether that is firearms training or whether it is your self-defense training, any of your tactical training, use that soundtrack and you will see the difference in how well you're able to develop those skills that you're working on. You'll, you'll, you'll see that they'll come faster and they will be more permanent. Now, there's a lot of other cool little tricks that we're going to be putting in there as well that use our uh, neural tactical uh, programming, uh, training p- protocol model and everything. And, um, you're gonna, you're gonna love this stuff. I promise you it is really advanced, but it is also super fun. You don't have to be a brainiac to be able to understand it. Again, we build it into the training, so you don't have to worry about it at all. Um, but we're going to have put, be putting some more stuff inside of there also. Okay. All right. So that's going to wrap things up for this week's broadcast. So again, go back and listen to last week's if you really want to learn more about the S3 Warrior Machine and how all of the different, those nine key factors inside of the S3 Warrior Machine model work together to help you actually use them for something. And you can actually, we give examples in there also to help you apply it to your training. And then use this REMF training model. Think about different ways that you can make your training more reality-based, more efficient, more multi-sensory, and make it more fun. All right. And I'd love to hear any of the tips that you have. You can go ahead and leave them on our blog where you see this podcast episode. And I look forward to seeing those in there over at warriorlife.com slash podcast. Love to see what you got to say there. And until our next Warrior Life podcast broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. You've been listening to the Warrior Life Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can help us spread the mission of self-reliance and self-protection when you rate us. And leave us a comment wherever you enjoy these podcasts. And don't forget to check out our posts and videos on our social media channels. You'll see a full directory when you visit our website at www.warriorlife.com. We'll see you next time. This has been the Warrior Life Podcast. Prepare. Train. Survive.